All right. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and I am trying to fix my microphone right now. I am so excited to bring this episode to you guys because it was, it was, wow, I sound like Elmer Fudd. It was requested when I uh, stated that I'd be launching a second season. People said that they wanted to hear this topic. So is everyone going to be saved? This is also known as universalism, where nobody actually goes to hell. Um, everyone's going to be saved. People say that when Jesus died on the cross, he forgave the sins of the world, and so everyone is going to be saved. God is a loving God. He wouldn't let anyone go to hell. We're going to break that down today. So first, I want to thank you for listening. We just topped 150,000 streams. I am blown away. Um, we had 110,000 all of last year, and we already have... Uh, over 40,000 in the month of January. So we're on pace. I think we, we're going to get close to half a million. Will we get there? I don't know. That's up to you. Keep sharing the podcast, um, not just so that we can hit some number, but that's half a million people that are hearing truth. I can't tell you how many testimonies come out of this this podcast, and that just shows me that God is in it, and it's not just my good ideas. So I want to thank you guys for listening, and I need to invite you to partner I am launching a kingdom school this summer, uh, looking at July or August. It's going to be two weeks in Dallas. I am funding the lodging, which you know could be between ten and thirty thousand dollars, depending on how many students we get. Right now, we already have sixteen or seventeen who are interested, and I'm trying to get maybe fifty. Um, if we hit fifty quick, then we'll bump it up to seventy-five. I don't want too many because I want to be able to take a lot of questions. We're going to dive into identity, gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're going to do activation. We're going to go out and evangelize and do outreach. We're going to have meals together. We're going to pray together. It's going to be an intense, awesome two weeks where you are going to grow in faith and confidence and boldness. You're going to grow as an evangelist, as a, as a teacher, as a preacher, as a Christian in general. You're going to leave with more faith, and uh, I'm super excited. All you got to do is get yourself here to Dallas and cover your food, and there's going to be a very small tuition. I'm talking like maybe a couple hundred dollars, like minimal, to cover uh, fees and stuff, but lodging's a big one. I'm covering that. So all that being said, if you are interested in this school, please send me a DM on Instagram, um, shane.winnings. Send me a DM if you're seriously interested, like if you're pretty sure you want to come. Say, hey, I'm, I want to come to the school. So I can get you on the email list because we're going to start pumping some info out. But we also need partners. I've been asking since the start of the year, we need 100 partners to give $30 a month, which is $1 a day. Um, we have 19 people who have signed up so far. I'm so grateful. We need 81 more. So if you would like to partner with our ministry, I'm asking you to go to shanewinnings.com, click that Give button, and sign up for a monthly... A donation of at least $30, that would be huge. So thank you so much, guys. Okay. Is everyone going to be saved? Well, the short answer to this is no. Um, you know, Jesus preached, even in Matthew 7, there's going to be people on that day. So, th So even though this was before he went to the cross, he was speaking of judgment day. And he said, there's going to be people that say to me, Lord, Lord, 
He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, is going to enter the kingdom, but those who do the will of my father. So he doesn't just say that not everyone's going to get in, but then he gives a reason. Those who do the will of my father. What is the will of the father? It's for us to believe in his son. And if we truly believe in Jesus, Jesus himself said, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. Right? And his commands are to love God with everything inside of us and love our neighbor as ourselves. And so it's incredibly important for us to um, understand that love looks like something. So people can say, well, I love Jesus, but they, their, their whole life is dedicated to self and to sin and to flesh. And, and, and Jesus says this in Matthew 7. Now, in Matthew 7, he's speaking of people who are trying to justify their way in. And he says, you know, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord is going to enter the kingdom of heaven, those who do the will of my Father. Some are going to say, Lord, Lord, did we not do miracles? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we do all this stuff in your name? Prophesy in your name. And he says what? Everybody knows this verse. Depart from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. So there's people trying to justify their way in, saying, hey, we did, the, we did the works. And Jesus says, I don't even know you. Because John 17, 3 says eternal life is knowing God and knowing Jesus. And I'm telling you, if you spend time with them and you know them, they know you. And you'll know that they know you. Like, I know that I'm known by God. I, I, I know that he fathers me because I can't just do whatever I want. He's always speaking to me. He's always... He's always guiding me. He's always directing me. He's always comforting me. He's, he is like a real father. I mean, he is real, but like he is like an earthly father that I just can't see. I mean, he, he seriously leads and guides and directs and rebukes and, 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 and disciplines and encourages and all of it. I know that I'm known by God. And Jesus is saying, hey, I don't even know you guys. You say that you want in, you're using my name to do stuff because my name is powerful, but I do not know you. Depart from me. You who practice lawlessness, you who lived as if there were no laws to obey when God has clearly given us laws in the new covenant. Love God with everything you have and love your neighbor as yourself. If you love God, you will not willfully stay in a lifestyle of sin. Are you going to mess up? Sure, you might. And you repent and you say, God, that's not the way I want to live. I, I see clearly now I want to, I want to live for you. Might you sin against people? Sure. And you ask for forgiveness and you repent. Jesus is talking to people who literally live as if God doesn't exist and he never asked them to live holy as he's holy or be righteous or any of that stuff. These are people who just live however they want, but they're, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Even further, there's people who are going to be doing miracles who are like that. Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruits, not by their, not just by their, their good works, not just because they cast out a demon or they heal the sick. Does that mean they're a good person? That has nothing to do with it. It's because of the name of Jesus that those things are happening. Look at the fruit of their life. How do they treat people? What do, what do people who are close to them have to say about them? Um, and that's a whole other thing. And we're starting to drift into another topic. But this is important on one hand, too, because there are people who are ministering right now that maybe you know who maybe won't go to heaven. I've heard this before. You'll be shocked who's in heaven and who's not. 
And so the point of this is that Jesus makes it very clear that not everyone's getting in. So that should kill universalism right away. But there's more verses. Revelation, this is the end times. Remember, this is the, the book is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Like, this is it. This is what John saw at the end. Revelation 21, 8, But as for the cowardly, faithless, detestable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Matthew 25, 46, and these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So there's a separation. He's not just talking about demons and angels. There are people who will go away into eternal punishment. This is why we preach the gospel. We don't want anyone to go there. But the righteous into eternal life, and this is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will never die, but have eternal life. Eternal life. The only way to eternal life is by being righteous. The only way to become righteous is to have faith in Jesus Christ, and he gives you righteousness. He imputes it. That means he, put, he literally puts it in you. You become righteous because of what he did. The Bible says he made him to be sin who knew no sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Isn't that amazing? And there's so many more verses that just talk about hell. This is really important that we grasp this. This universalist belief is a lie. And also you find a lot of people who maintain this belief live sensual lives because they believe everyone's getting in anyways. No, it matters. It matters that we love God. It matters that we live for Him. It matters that we live righteously and holy. If you love God, you don't want to do things that break His heart. You don't want to do things that put Jesus on the cross. You want to live the right way. There's a prize to be obtained. Jesus said a lot of times, Whoever endures to the end will be saved. He, he, there's the parable of the sower talking about seeds being plucked and seeds being choked out. And I mean, guys, the, the kingdom of heaven is like this. And he's talking about separating the wheat from the tares and the chaff. And he's talking about the virgins and some had oil and some didn't. They didn't get to come inside. Guys, it's so clear. Universalism is a scam. It's not real. People are going to hell. There's already people in hell. But hell is not the final place. The Bible says that in the end, hell is going to be thrown into the lake of fire along with Satan. And this is the second death. This is the eternal torment. This is why we preach the gospel so passionately, without remorse, without any type of apology for it. We must continue preaching the gospel so that people can be saved. Listen, our job is to pluck people from hell and send them on a path to heaven. The way we do that is we model the life of Jesus Christ. We love people and we tell them the truth. And the Holy Spirit will come and he will convict. And God is the one who gives the gift of salvation and people's hearts will change, their minds will change, and they will be taken out of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of the Son of His love, the Bible says. They will be transformed from enemies of the cross of Christ 
to friends of God. They will be moved from a wide road of destruction to a narrow path that leads through a narrow gate. And the Bible says few will find it. How can all be saved if only few find the narrow path? Come on, guys. Let's keep living for Jesus. Amen. This is a pretty short episode, but this should not be a very long conversation. Uh, there's no way to spin any of these verses that Jesus is talking about. Hell, eternal punishment, eternal torment, the parables, the God's character of punishing uh, the unrighteous and rescuing the righteous. I mean, this is a theme all throughout the Bible. It's who God is. He is a God of justice. Remember that Jesus, he is a lamb, but he's coming back as a lion. He is coming as a king and as a judge, and he is going to judge righteously. And those who have rejected him, they will rightly inherit the wrath that has already been upon them. You see, we're not born good people. We are born sinful in nature, fallen, and there is wrath upon us, the wrath of God against sin. We are born in sin. God knows this. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of uh, God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God loves us so much, Romans 5.8 says, that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. So even knowing that we're born children of wrath, heading to hell and totally deserving it, God said, no, those are my people. I want them. I will pay the highest price for them. I will bruise my son. And Jesus said, yes, I will go. And Hebrews 12.2 says that for the joy that was set before him, he chose to endure the cross. He despised the shame. And he took on the sin of the world on that cross, making a way for us to be forgiven, cleansed of all unrighteousness so that he could give us his righteousness. And now he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And, and God and Jesus are saying, what will you do? Will you receive eternal life? Will you live for me? And that's what I'm asking you today. Maybe you're listening and you don't have a relationship with God. Today is the day. Cry out to God. Confess your sins before him. Cry out for forgiveness and know that he sent Jesus to die on the cross so that you could be forgiven and now you can live for him. Listen, you can't live for God as a fleshly human being. It just doesn't happen. You have to cry out to God and ask him to, to transform you and ask him to be born again. And when you confess your sins and you confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, when you confess these things, the Bible says that you are given the gift of salvation. Your heart is made new, your mind is made new, and you, are, you have the chains, the chains of bondage, which you were a slave to the world and to the devil and sin. They are completely broken off of you, and you have new chains put on you. <laughs> the Bible says you become a slave to righteousness, a slave to Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? When I lived in the world, I could do whatever I want, and it didn't matter. I didn't have any hard feelings about it. Now that I'm born again, I have no desire to live for the world, and I actually feel like compelled, like I need to live for God. I want to live for God. It's like someone who's in an addiction or, or, or some type of habitual sin where they keep going back. Okay, when you get born again, it's like you have this addiction to God. Even if you have strayed or even if you feel far, you still have this inner craving, this inner desire, this wanting, I need God, I want God, I've got to have God. That is because you've been born again and you belong to him. Dude, it's amazing. But not everyone is. And 
those who aren't born again will not go to heaven. They will not receive eternal life. This is a simple truth, but we must preach it. But everyone can become a children of God. The Bible says that he gave us the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So that would mean that there are those who don't believe in his name and they will not become children of God. But everyone has the right. So let's go out there and let's preach the the gospel of reconciliation. Let's preach that God has made man right with himself through Jesus Christ, and it is by faith in him that you can receive that gift of salvation. Amen? Amen. Hey, bless you guys. Listen, if this spoke to you, if you learned anything, please share this podcast. Hit that copy link. Message it to a couple friends and family. And uh, make sure that you... Uh, tune in to my website, shanewinnings.com. Check the calendar because I'm starting to actually update it now. My wife was reminding me and kind of getting on to me for being lazy about it. I'm so sorry. Honestly, I have so much stuff going on. I don't have an assistant. I don't have any editor of my videos or photos or any podcast, anything. I do all of it myself. Sometimes I don't balance it very well. So with all that being said, I'm trying to stay on top of things. My website is updated with all of my upcoming trips I will keep it updated. So see if I'm coming to a city near you. Come say hi. Come see a meeting. And uh, we'll see you next time.